Welcome to the Sermon Podcast of First Christian Church, Disciples of Christ of St. Paul, located in Matamidi, Minnesota. We are a suburban congregation united in Christ and grounded in the values of diversity, solidarity, and witness. You can learn more about us by going to fccstpaul.org. Here is this week's sermon. Our texts for today come from Jeremiah 31, verses 31 through 34, and Hebrews chapter 5, verses 5 through 10, beginning with Jeremiah. The time is coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and Judah. It won't be like the covenant I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt. They broke that covenant with me, even though I was their husband, declares the Lord. No, this covenant that I will make with the people of Israel after that time, declares the Lord, I will put my instructions within them and engrave them on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. They will no longer need to teach each other to say, know the Lord, because they will all know me. From the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord, for I will forgive their wrongdoing and never again remember their sins. And now from Hebrews. In the same way, Christ also didn't promote himself to become high priest. Instead, it was the one who said to him, you are my son, today I have become your father. As he says also in another place, you are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. During his days on earth, Christ offered prayers and requests with loud cries and tears as his sacrifices to the one who was able to save him from death. He has heard because of his godly devotion. Although he he was a son, he learned obedience from what he suffered. After he had been made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for everyone who obeys him. He was appointed by God to be a high priest according to the order of Melchizedek. This is the word of God for all the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Well, these days it seems like everyone hates social media. Everything that is wrong about our society, everyone regardless of their uh, political persuasion, seems to blame it on social media. If we could find a way to blame climate change on social media, we would find it. Now, none of this means that people are leaving social media in droves, far from it. They just don't like it. Funny thing was is that it was a decade ago that everyone loved social media. They thought that it was going to change our society for the better. Utopia was at hand. I remember that it was incredibly trendy for churches to teach people how social media was going to bring more people in contact with churches and with Jesus. I remember that because I was preaching that message along with a lot of other young pastors and young church leaders. 
There was a time when Mark Zuckerberg, the creator of Facebook, was a guy that hung out at the White House. He had a movie made about him. And now he's basically considered public enemy number one. The thing about social media, it's a tool. I don't think social media itself is causing bad behavior. What it does is make the bad behavior a lot easier to do. In some ways, what social media does is hold up a mirror to our society and how, it, how we act towards one another. I don't know if social media has made us more cruel. I'm actually kind of certain, kind of wondering, thinking that it doesn't. But I do think it sheds a life of how sinful we can be. Take Twitter, for example. Every day, it seems like we have heard about someone's life being upended, a job being taken away, a, spot, a, a scholarship being rescinded because of an old tweet. The thing is, things that are written are taken out of proportion. They are made to think, to judge that person in light of what they may have said in passing or by mistake 10 years ago. The most recent example of this is a woman by the name of Alexi McCammon. She was appointed editor at Teen Vogue. She was appointed editor, but she had to resign because they found tweets that were home from 10 years ago that were homophobic. And so she lost her job because of something that happened 10 years ago. There was no chance to judge her based on who she is now, but on what she was. The thing about Twitter is that it's forever. But what happens on Twitter is not just low, just stays with limited to social media. Because what's happening in some ways reflects the wider society. And what it's telling us is that the wider society is one where there is very little grace and love. In Jeremiah, we see God giving the people a word of hope. They have gone through the most horrific thing that could happen, the loss of everything. They've lost their country. They've lost their home. For many years, and if you read in the early book of, of um, Jeremiah, we find out that the people of Israel have fallen away from God. They have broken the covenant that God made with Moses as they were being led up out of Egypt. And so God basically let them feel the consequences of their actions. And now they sit in Babylon, a, company, a country far away. Their country is no more. Jerusalem is destroyed. The great temple of Solomon leveled. In the midst of all of this, though, they get a word of hope. Jeremiah tells them something that blows their minds, that God 
will forget the sins of his people. In fact, what God is going to do is write a new covenant, a covenant that will be so different from the old covenant with Moses. It will be one that will be so, that will internalize who they are so that they won't have to teach each other who God is. They will know because it's, it's there. God has given the people a sense of grace. Even though they have messed up again and again and again, God is willing to start over with a new covenant because it's in God's nature to love passionately and to give second, third, and fourth chances. Like an addict that falls off of that wagon again and again, God is there to transform us, to forgive us, and to make us his children. The Hebrews text talks about the fact that Christ's death and resurrection frees us. He is talking, basically, the writer of Hebrew, of another covenant, a new covenant. This covenant is one that is done through Jesus Christ. It is one like that old one in Jeremiah that is not based on what people have done because the people of Israel hadn't done anything to deserve this and we haven't done anything to deserve it either. No, what is done is done because of God's action of love. And our response to that is to live a thankful life. Do we even imagine or understand how big, how important it is to know that God loves us? Do we understand what it, the grace of God is all about? Do we know what it means that the God of the universe that it loves us and wants the best for us, even when we fall away, when we break God's heart? And knowing all of this, how do we respond? Knowing of this great love that has been shown by God through Jesus Christ. Earlier in the service, you may have heard me talking about giving a portion of your stimulus check to the church, and in turn, we will give it to three organizations. So why are we doing this? It's not to please God, but it is to show God a response to God's love. We know how God loves us through the life, death, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. One way that we can respond in gratitude is how we show that love to others. Love breeds more love. God loves us. And because God loves us, we want to show that love to others. Love breeds more love. Twitter has its uses. I still use it. But I think we're reminded by Twitter how we live in a world where there is very little grace and love. So let us give thanks to God, the, the God who makes new covenants that allows people to begin again and again. And knowing that great love and grace that God has shown us, let us then go and share that love 
with those who needs who those who need it, which tends to be everyone. Love breeds more love. Thanks be to God. Amen. We hope today's sermon podcast was nourishment to your soul. If you'd like to know more about First Christian Church of St. Paul, please visit our website at fccstpaul.org. That's F-C-C-S-A-I-N-T-P-A-U-L.org. May God be with you in the coming week.